are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. True security can only be found in Jesus. Learn more in week three of this series based on the book of Ecclesiastes. Listen to this message by Pastor Edre Kanda. Uh, we're pretty excited today. We're going to be ending our series called, called uh, Wholehearted. And basically, in the, na- in the past three weeks, um, I preached two weeks ago about the the desire for, pe- for, the, for the people to, to know the meaning of life. And then we continued with last week as we talked about the desire to be happy, the desire for, for the pursuit of pleasure, the, the pursuit of finding things that will make us happy. And we're going to be ending today. And um, basically, the reason why we've been doing this series is that the search for the meaning of life is so huge and so general that all of us, we've, we've seen books, we've, seen, we've, seen so, we've heard songs rather, we've heard talks about it. In fact, one of my favorite non-Christian songs lately says, God tell us the reason youth is wasted on the young. It's hunting season and the lambs are on the run searching for meaning. But are we all lost stars trying to light up the dark? Lost Stars by Adam Levine, and uh, I, I, when I, oops, sorry, when I heard that, I was just, um, you know, this, this, this is a need, this is a question, this is a longing for all of us, the, no, the, the, the need to know the meaning of life, to find reason why we're living, and we've been looking into the book of Ecclesiastes with this wisest man on earth who at the very end, somewhere in the end, end of his life started writing a book. Looking back into his life and seeing, what have I done? What is the meaning of my life? And while I was preparing for this preaching, I was reading about this event, um, yearly event called Tomorrowland. Have you guys heard about this? Any? Okay, to, for those of you who have, uh, haven't seen this, uh, haven't heard about Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland is a yearly three-day non-stop party in Boom, Belgium. Three, biggest party in the world. They're gathering about 4 million people in one place. And uh, their motto is eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. And then it, it'll go and go and go. And this is what it looks like. Tomorrowland is, uh, it's such a, the, the, their goal is to provide a fantasy land for people. To have, as I've said, a non-stop party with DJs and music and all that and a lot of things happening everywhere. And this is what they're trying to say. Yesterday is history. Today is a gift. Tomorrow is a mystery. Since we don't know what tomorrow is, we might as well have fun. We might as well lose control. We might as well, you know, not think about rules. We, let's, let's just... Let it all go. Let's have fun for three days. Let's live in a fantasy world. Let's, you know, let, let's just let it all out for three straight days. This happens every end of July. And um, actually, one of the areas there is called the Church of Love, where they just get to make love with whoever. And um, I was reading about this, and I realized why people would come into this event because it's fun number one and there is a need for us to lose control there is a need for us to I, i'm living a rigid life i'm living a too much controlled life i want to lose control i want to do what i want to do i don't want even want to think about what's going to happen i just want to experience fun right now so i'm going to be talking to uh, talking to two certain groups of people today people who are like this 
you like to lose control. You like to not be in, in a certain structure. You just really, really want to have fun. You, you, you look at life and see it as a big opportunities to do whatever. That's great. So I will be talking to you. The other group of people I want to talk to is the exact opposite, which is people who are so rigid, so much in control. So much, there is such a need for us to control life. And I think for a lot of us, this can, in a way, for most of us, we have a certain need for control. Again, I'm talking to people who likes to lose control and people who are needing to control their lives. There are evidences in our lives where we, you know, where we really like to, to control. And for some people, the reason why we read horoscopes, the reason why we would want to know what's going to happen in the future is we want to have an idea. Maybe if I know what's going to happen in the future, I'm going to... I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to base my decision on what's going to happen. You know, maybe if I, um, I know what, what, what lies in the future, maybe I'll set up my life right now in accordance to whatever's going to happen in the future. I like what one thing I read, and one of my favorite horoscope that I read growing up is from this newspaper called Libre. And <laughs> it says there, uh, they have three sections. They have the heart section, the money section, and the life section. Um, and one of, one, of, one of the statements there for the love section, it says, May namamagitan sa inyong dalawa. Sorry ko, ayos Hangin. So a lot of people would look into horoscope to know about the future. For a lot of us, for some of us, um, the, this need for control comes out every time we would read a book or watch a movie. Every time there's a part in this movie that it gets so intense and we're cheering for the main character and it did not end yet. The story, the movie or the TV series ended, but the story itself has not ended yet. Some of us would look in online for spoilers or we would ask our friends. I remember just recently, I was, me and my wife, we were watching because I grew up in watch, loving this anime called Samurai X. And we were watching Ruruni Kenshin, and I know the story. I'm a geek, so I know what's gonna happen. And so when the story ended, not finished, my wife asked me, is, the, is this character gonna die? And I'm like, do you really wanna know? I can tell you, but are you ready to know what's gonna happen? Are we ready to know what's gonna happen? And for a lot of us, our need for control comes out in, in that way. There are certain areas that we, we, we would like to control. For, for some people, it's education. You know, as early as now, I, I, we, I, we preached this in our youth service before, and we talked about this. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's great to plan ahead. For, for, for some of us, we're so rigid in that plan when we're saying, I will only go to this school. If I do not pass in this university, my life's over. And then by, after going to this school, I'm going to take this course, I'm going to graduate by the age of 21 or 22. And after that, I will work in this particular company. By 25, I will be promoted to this. By this age, I will, you know, I will become rich. By this, by 30, I will have a house and lot. By 35, I'm going to, mar- I'm going to get married. By this age, and like they plan their whole lives. Even to the point that they've, they've named their grandchildren. <laughs> control. And for some of us, it comes with career. 
You know, when we get to a company, when we start out in the, in the most basic position, we plan it out. Not, nothing's bad. It's great that we pursue things like that. We, we aspire things like that, rather. And then we think of, oh, by this time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be promoted. But if I do this, this is what's going to happen in my career. Maybe I'm going to be sent off to another country as this position and that position. And we like to look into our future, like to look into our lives and say, I need this to happen this way. For some of us, it's love life. But there are, there are people here. I hope, not, there are, I hope it's not you. But there are people here where ayaw na nga sayo nung tao. Pero talang hindi pwede. <laughs> Sa akin ka. <laughs> and we like to control our love life. You know, we would like to control the feelings of our heart. For some people, it pro- it's probably not love life, but people in general, we like to control people. We like to say, whatever I want, whatever my way is, that's what's going to happen. No other way will ever happen. My way or the highway. We like to control. As creatures created by God, there is a need for us to control. So I'm going to be talking to, do, to those two kinds of people. The, the, the other side, which is they received too much control, so they decided to, I hate control, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose it. I'm just going to do whatever. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to not think of consequences of my action. That particular people, and the other side, the people who are so much in control, so much in need to control their lives. There's such a need to, unless, you know, unless it happens my way, it's going to ruin everything. Those kinds of people. So that side, this side. We're going to be talking to those two kinds of people as we look back into, as we go back rather to the book of Ecclesiastes that this wisest man on earth wrote nearing the end of his life. And for this particular text, we're going to be looking at this man who looked into his life. He lost control and he controlled his future too much as well. And then when he started looking back, he realized something. What we've been talking for the past three weeks. So if, you're, if you guys are ready, please open up your Bibles to Ecclesiastes. 11, 9 to 10, and there. Okay, thank you. It says they're young people. Sino po dito mga young people? Bakitas po ang kamay. Okay, here's, here's the thing. I, I know this text is saying to young people, but this is because as we've known this wisest man on earth, the most negative person ever, he is saying young people because he thinks that it's only the young people who can do something about what he is about to say. He has lost hope of the people of his generation because he feels like it's too late for, for my generation. It's too late for the people my age. But I believe in God, nothing's too late, right? So when I say young people, I'm going to be talking to everyone. Okay lang po ba yun? So, sino po ang young people? Pakitaas po ang kamay. Yun. Alright. Thank you for joining me. So, it says here, young people, it's wonderful to be young. Enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. But remember that you must give an account to God for everything you do. In verse 10, 
So refuse to worry and keep your body healthy, but remember that youth with a whole life before you is, and we go back to this word, meaningless. Let's pray. God, we thank you for today. We thank you, God, for your message. Open up our hearts. Let our message sink in, God. That, Lord, it is you who's going to speak to us. Not me, but it is your spirit. And we thank you and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go back to this book of Ecclesiastes. Now, if you're wondering why is this in the Bible, the, God has different purposes for the books that he placed there. Ecclesiastes was placed here because God wanted to show a life apart from him. This wisest man on earth, we've looked back the past few weeks, this wisest man on earth who did everything, who pursued pleasure, who pursued significance and all these things, and he found himself in a position where this is all meaningless because he missed one thing. And we're going to be continuing with this because this book would want us to really look into our lives. This is a reflective book. This book is like a mirror. And God wants us to look into the text and see where is your life compared to this. And this man is saying, with a, but remember that youth with a whole life before you is meaningless. Now it's something contradictory here. He was talking, he was saying, young people enjoy your life, have fun, do this. But on the same paragraph, he's saying, Oh, because it's all meaningless. He's like, he's telling young people, us, okay, he's telling people to have fun and do this and lose control and whatnot, but he's saying, oh, because it is all meaningless. So what's the point? I believe he's trying to, as we talk, about to, this, as we talk to these two groups of people, he wanted to say something. Basically, for the people who are in control, too much in control rather. People who are so rigid and so, this is, this is my life plan, this is what's going to happen. No one will stop me with my plans. My plan is my plan. It doesn't matter what God wants. This is what's going to happen. I am controlling my life this way. And he's saying, if we go back to the verse, it's wonderful to be young. Stop what you're doing. Instead, enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in because whatever you're building up with all, your, with all our controls, with all the things that we're trying to put in our lives, with all the accomplishments, with all the, the, the medals and the, the things that we receive, with all the things that we have, it's all meaningless. Again, I'm, say, I'm, not, totally in a, I'm not totally agreeing with the wisest man on earth. But he is making a point. Because to this first group of, group of people, he's saying, Sige, build up, control your life, do this, do that, and you will find yourself in a sorry state where you realize, like him, he looked back into his life and he realized, after everything that I have done, after everything that I have acquired, after, everything, after all the control that I had in my life, it's all meaningless. So that group of people... I remember one of my classmates in uh, grade school. We had this exam, and I was probably a uh, uh, 30 over 30 exam. And I got, I got a passing grade. I got 20 over 30, and I was so happy about it. I was just, man, I'm so smart. So <laughs> I, I, was, I was proud of 20 over 30. I mean, I, 
I'm, I passed, so I'm, I'm good with that. And then I saw our uh, valedictorian, and he was crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm better than this guy. <laughs> this guy's crying with a 30 over 30 exam. And I was just, my sinful nature was just, sorry, bro. I got 20 over 30. <laughs> so I had to ask him, what's your score? Why are you crying? And he told me that his score is 29 over 30. And he's crying. <laughs> what? <laughs> because that's his life. Unless I perfected it, unless I get it my way, nothing is good enough. I am not good enough if I don't get a perfect score. How rigid is that life? How tiring is that life? And so this wisest man on earth is saying, have fun. Do whatever, lose control. Because everything that you're adding to yourself is meaningless. And this is the opinion of this man, okay? Not my opinion, just this man. But he is making a good point. And now we go back to the other side, to this lose control, have fun, I'm going to do whatever, I'm going to drink, I'm going to do drugs, I'm just not going to even think about my life, I'm not even going to think of the consequences, I am too young, I'm going to smoke weed, I'm going to do this, I'm going to drive all the cars, I just want to have fun in my life, I just want to lose control. This guy is also talking to these certain group of people, and he's saying, Sigipa, do whatever you want. Push mo yante. Come on! Gawin mo pa yan ang gawin. Do these things that makes you lose control. Because I assure you, you will find out that you will look into your life and see everything has been meaningless. Whew. This man is really not giving us any choice. So this. So this group of people to in control add up, all meaningless. People who have no control lose control, all meaningless. Man, just reading this guy is just tiring. <laughs> and then he continued. He continued in the next chapter. And he says there, in, in, the, in the following chapter, Ecclesiastes 12, 1 to 2, it says here, Don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your Creator. Honor Him in your youth before you grow old and say, Life is not pleasant anymore. Remember Him before the light of the sun, moon, and stars is dim. Remember Him before everything goes dark to your old eyes, and rain clouds continually darken your sky. And this is why he's saying this. He wants to talk to this group of people losing control, too much control, and he's saying, remember him before it's too late. Have you had those experiences where it's, it's too late? You, you were planning something out, and you realize something's wrong and it's too late. Um, I mean, for example, you wake up in the morning and then your alarm didn't, go, didn't start. And you have a meeting at 8 a.m. You woke up at 7. And then you rush 
everything. You started you, you, brushing your teeth was really quick. You took a bath and you were rushing. You went to the car and drive as fast as 200 on Skyway because you want to make time. And you get to your office in the nick of time and you realize you forget your presentation. I mean, I have no time to go back. This guy is saying this. He has found himself in a place in his life where he looked back and realized, man, it's too late. I'm already old. I can't do the things that are right because I have forgotten something or someone. That's why he kept saying, remember, remember. If you keep reading the following verses in Ecclesiastes 12, he'll he'll say the word remember so many times. He'll say, remember this, remember that, remember, remember, remember. Because the reason why he's saying remember, because he has forgotten. He left a very, very important part of his life and he found his heart filled with holes, with one big hole. After doing life with the way he sees it, lose control, full of control, forgotten this one main thing, he realized it's too late. I mean, And this goes for generally for young people because you have time to do this. You don't want to live your life. You don't want to find yourself in a position in the future where you're so full of regrets. You don't want to find your, 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 your place where you receive all the consequences of the things that you did and then realize it's too late. This guy found himself in a position. He is a king, but his kingdom was crumbling. He had rebellion left and right. He had so many things he, had, he regretted doing. This guy, as he was growing up, started putting up altars for his 300 wives, for different gods that they worship, for the different idols that they have. And his concubines, altars one after another. And he has forgotten the very person who has placed him there. Because he says in verse 6, Yes, remember your creator now while you are young, before the silver cord of your life snaps and the golden bowl is broken. Don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well. Remember. I mean, I'm just, I just feel bad for this guy, you know? He grew up so bitter. And he found his life meaningless. He found his life at that point where he's, it's too late for him to turn back. It's not really too late. But he just found himself in that place where, well, I and every time I would remember this guy, I would, remember, I, would, I, would, I would read this wisest man on earth. I would remember this student that we had in, I was able to talk to 
couple of years ago. And he told me, I, I, I'm too young for all of this. I'm too young for this belief that you have. I'm too young for this meaning. I'm too young for this. I'm too young for this God that you're talking about. I'm just too young for this. This guy grew up in church, by the way. I'm just, I'm, I'm too young. And I would look at Solomon and it's probably say, probably said the very same thing. I'm too young. I don't have to do that. I don't have to follow God. I don't, I don't have to have a relationship with Him. I, I can find meaning in my own life. I want to lose control or I want to control, I want to have my own control in my life. And he found himself in this place. Meaningless. Wisest man on earth, probably the richest guy during his time, experienced all the pleasure in life. And all of those add up. And he would look into his life and say, it's all meaningless. And we're going to be concluding. Why he finds these, all these things meaningless. Why he finds all these things that he has acquired. The best grades that he has. Probably went to the best schools. Probably is, you know, if, if he is a working man, he's in the top companies. In fact, he's the owner of his own company. He's the owner of his own nation. Acquired so many things. But he found it meaningless for this reason. This past three weeks, we've been leading up to this. The reason why he found life meaningless is because of this. All share a common destiny. All share, every one of us. All share a common destiny. The righteous and the wicked. Or the people with, that loves to lose control and the people who likes to take control all share a common destiny. The good people, the people who follow rules, and the bad people who went against the rules. The clean and the unclean. Those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. As it is with the good, so with the sinful. As it is with those who take oaths, so with those who are afraid to take them. That all people, everything that we're doing here on earth, the reason why it's meaningless is because we all share a common destiny, which is this. Death. Not just, I'm not just talking about physical death. I'm talking about certain kinds of death. For some people, it's the death of relationship. We've invested so much into someone who never invested anything back. And we found ourselves in a position where this relationship is meaningless and it has caused you death already. And you're dying inside and no one knows. Or maybe this is a business deal where you've invested so much of your, of your time and your money and it failed in your face and you realize this is already dead. This is dead. Or maybe I've invested so much things on myself because I thought I'm good enough because, you know, I thought I'm talented enough. I've done these things so that I will become like this and I found myself in a place where I've done it, but why am I still looking for other things? Why? Because we're dead. Everything that we're trying to build up is bound to die. Money is bound to die. Relationships are bound to die. Accomplishments are bound to die. I remember um, when I used to work in a call center, I used to be a... Our, our, our account is... Uh, Credit card collections. And 
I remember year 2005 when I, when I just finished college and immediately I get an award. 2005, I got this award, top collector of the year. And I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. Never happened again. One year after, I was looking at that award. At that award. It's still on my table during that time and I realized this was one year ago. I'm no longer that person. Why? Because the accomplishment died. Death. And of course, we add to that that we are going to die. Our plans, our lives, our houses, they're, gonna, they're all going to get destroyed. Everything that we're building up in our lives, if you don't look at it really carefully, it's all going to produce this. Death. But I have a good news. Fine. There's death. Fine. We were, we've, some of us have experienced physical death, and it's the hardest thing. My, my grandma died last February. It's, I'm really close to her. I cried. Man, that was tough. Some of you know how, it, how that feels. Some of you have experienced death in other areas in your life. In fact, some of you are saying, I am dead. No one knows, but I am dead. I've been betrayed so much. I've been rejected by my family. I've experienced death. I know what that feels. I'm living now, but I am dead. I'm like a zombie. I am dead inside. But I have a good news. Because there's this man. The only man. Who looked death straight into the eyes. And said, you are not going to defeat me. That this man died, yes. But after three days, looked back at death again and said, You will not be the death of me. That you may be called death, but I have power over you, this man said to this thing called death. That this man, after three days, rose up again from the grave after being nailed to the cross. And by na- being nailed on the cross, he paid for our sins. And by dying, died for our death. But he did not remain dead because he looked death straight in the eyes and said, You will not remove the meaning of life for my people. You will not remove the meaning of life for my children because I have defeated you, this man said to this death. This death is nothing compared to what Christ did on the cross. That when he died, defeated death. Because it is only through Jesus Christ. This man, this is why I feel so bad about this wisest man on earth. He does not know this guy who is about to defeat death. Thousands of years after he was born, after he died. But we have this opportunity. We have this man who faced death. Who faced the death that we're experiencing now. And who's saying, if I have lived after three days, if I have defeated death, then that death that you're experiencing now, that death inside that you may have, I have defeated that already. And the only way that death will not be the death of you is if we are in Him. Is if we are in Christ. Because it is only through Christ. In Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin, the reason why there is death, the reason why we're experiencing death in our lives is because of this sickness called sin. But the gift of God, gift which is free, gift that we don't have to pay for, is eternal life in Christ 
Jesus our Lord. The only way our accomplishments, our relationships, ourselves will only, real, will only really give us meaning in life is if we experience this eternal life, this life that never ends, this life that is beyond death, this life that has defeated death, which is only and only through Jesus Christ. So I urge you, brothers and sisters, as we end this series, don't let death be the death of you. Because the power that, Christ, that raised Christ from the dead, Romans 8, 11 says, the spirit who raised Christ from the dead is the same spirit that is living in you. Fine, let's build up for our lives. Fine, let's have fun. Fine, let's do this. But the only way that can result to life is if we have this eternal life in us through Jesus Christ. We hope you were inspired by that message. To be updated on our coming events, please download the Victory Alabang app for both Apple and Android mobile devices. Thank you and stay connected.